Listeners, welcome back to the business of wellness. I am your host, Jacqueline London, and today's episode actually has, drumroll please, a sponsor. Yes, folks, we gotta keep the lights on. So, my sponsor today is Life Extension, and I don't know if you have heard of this brand of this company, but Life Extension is honestly incredible. They are a dietary supplements company, and if you have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, uh, then you perhaps know my stance on many different supplement companies, most supplement companies, in fact. Life Extension is truly one of a kind, and you know that my standard for that is extremely high. So let me tell you a little bit about why they really stand out to me as the gold standard in the supplements industry. Life Extension has been translating scientific research for over 40 years into premium clinically studied vitamins and supplements, and they offer products, supplement products, um, that are of the highest quality. They are backed by science, they're formulated using only the finest ingredients, and these standards have actually earned them some of the things that my listeners, my longtime listeners have heard me mention before, right? The standards have earned them good manufacturing practices, GMP registration from NSF, which is a third-party lab and testing um, uh, accreditation. So they have earned the, the highest gold standard for the quality of their ingredients, which makes them truly stand out in such a saturated and crowded and confusing industry. Um, But they also offer, and this is my favorite part, arguably, they also offer an expert team of credentialed health professionals standing by with free, free, just let me just say that again, standing by with free advice and answers to health-related questions, as well as blood testing services, ranging from basic health prompts to genetic testing to ensure that you're receiving the appropriate supplements and dosage amounts to fill any gaps that you might be missing in balanced diet, right? Okay, so let me just clarify and explain a little bit more about what that means. It means that you can schedule a free consultation with someone from Life Extension. They will give you guidance and advice about what supplements are appropriate or may or may not be appropriate within your current everyday lifestyle. I have yet to find a company that that gets to the rigorous and consistent quality assurance practices that that upkeep and managing of making sure that these products have what they say they have in there and are also of the highest quality of a specific type of ingredient to ensure that they're keeping up with the latest clinical trials and the latest data that supports their use. That covers Life Extension. Um, Definitely check out their products. That's at lifeextension.com. I want to introduce my guest for today. He is Dr. Mike Smith. He is the Director of Education for Life Extension and an all-around fantastic, great-to-work-with human. (laughs) He's also a true bastion of knowledge on the topic of dietary supplements. Uh, Dr. Mike received his medical doctorate from the University of Texas at Southwestern Medical Center, and he practiced internal medicine and radiology in Dallas prior to joining the team at Life Extension. He's also an author. He wrote The Supplement Pyramid, How to Build Your Personalized Nutrition Regimen, and is also the host of Live Forever-ish. How perfect is that? That's so accurate. Live Forever-ish, a podcast and Facebook live show. So without further ado, let's get to this interview with Dr. Mike. As always, if you enjoy today's episode, please leave me a five-star rating and share a review. Share something you liked. Of course, you can always find me on social at Jacqueline London RD and on TikTok at Jacqueline London. Can't wait to hear what you think. Let's get to Dr. Mike. How are you, Dr. Mike? Welcome. I'm, I'm good. I do feel fantastic in my red shirt. Right? It feels like <laughs> it's, it's it feels like it's it's giving it's, it's giving great energy for a Friday morning. It's you know? vibrant. The right. weekend's right here. It's the wonderful to be on your us. show, and um, I'm excited to talk about a bunch of stuff. Me too. So I want to start by talking about some basics, just so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit. A little bit better. So, how did you originally get started in this field? In what piqued your interest in dietary supplements? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an interesting story. So, where do where do I begin? Nineteen seventy five. I won't go back that far. Um, basically, I was practicing medicine. It's a long story short. I um, I was um, a radiologist. I went through five years of radiology residency. I got out and was practicing as a radiologist and found out that I hated it. Oh. Uh, you think I could have figured that out earlier? 
but <laughs> I didn't. And so I went, so from, so again, it's, I'm, it, and this is important to kind of the story. So I decided I was, I wanted to maybe go into internal medicine. And so I started doing this stuff called moonlighting where you work for physicians who are going on vacation or something, right? So you, you take, you take over their office for a week or two. Right. Um, and I focused on internal medicine. I did that for a couple of years and it was okay. I was having, a, I was having a, a decent time. So I was, I was at this point where, where I needed to get a little bit more education in internal medicine. And so I was debating um, about how to approach this. And one of the things that kept happening when I was practicing internal medicine is more and more patients yeah. were asking me about nutrition and supplements. Wow. Um, and I, I didn't know nothing. Yeah, that wasn't my trade, you know, like, why are you asking right. me? Go talk to a nutritionist. I don't know. What, what, you, know right. you know, should I take this supplement with this drug? Should I do CoQ10 with my stat? I mean, the, it was just that kind of stuff. And so I thought to myself, if I'm really going to practice medicine in this way, I want to, I want to do it in an integrative approach where it's, right. it's, it's, it, and to me, integrative medicine, um, Jackie, is just, it's just doing whatever is best for the person, right. you know, and sometimes that is a pill. Sometimes right. it's food and sometimes, well, I guess it's food and exercise are always there, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's doing what's best for somebody. And so um, in, in the middle of all this, um, I started a weight loss business called Diet Basics. Mm. It was an online kind of counseling thing for people trying to lose weight. And one of my clients, um, this is very, Gordon, this is very ahead of your time, Dr. Mike, <laughs> <This is almost laughs> like it could have been fast forward about 30 years. That's uh, that's amazing. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's okay. It's, well, it's, it's, it can get it all connects. Right. So I was, I was doing internal medicine. I was figuring out, I wanted to do more nutrition and supplement stuff, the integrative approach. Um, I started this weight loss company and one of my clients, her name was Gail Harris. Hmm. Well, she was the clinical manager of life extension back then. Wow. And I had been talking to her about, you know, I need to learn more about nutrition and food and supplementation and the research behind it. And she's like, well, why don't you come work for us for a couple of years? Uh, you know, there's a wellness um, specialist uh, department that you could call and ask any question you want. They will build regimens for you. They'll review labs for you. And she says, just come work for a couple of years with that. Like, like put yourself through your own little internship right. type thing. And so right. I was like, okay. So I moved out to Florida. Wow. My plan was to stay with Life Extension about two years or so as a wellness specialist. Back then we were called health advisors. Hmm. Um, and um, it's now 15 years later. That's and I never wow. left. <laughs> I decided so I liked good. this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you, I'm going to take us off topic for, for just a second, but you said something that I actually wanted to get your take on anyway, which is that back then it was called health specialist and now it's called, well, did you say wellness? It was health advisor? advisors first oh, I see. and then wellness okay. specialist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you suppose, what do you suppose is the difference between like the between worst? a wellness, a wellness expert, wellness specialist, well, wellness specialist, yeah, and a and a health advisor. Yeah, um, it was more legality to be honest yes, with you. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That's great. It to was know. better. That it was right. it was really the word advisor that our legal department was having problems with because <laughs> we're not really we're not anybody's doctor at Life Extension. If you call in and talk to them, um, we make that very clear up front. Right. You know, we're not your right. doctor. Right. So we're really just giving suggestions. It's not even yes. medical or health advice. And so that's why it exactly. changed to wellness specialist. That's very, very interesting. So that's, so, so that's, yeah, that's, that's it. I, I decided I'm not going to practice. I'm going to stay at life extension. I've been um, the director of education for many years now. I run all of the wow. consumer side and even wholesale side of um, educating our customers about our products, services, new research, all that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's amazing. I mean, I think I listen, you you already know this, but I'll say this for for the purpose of our our listeners as well, which is that I really think that life extension is is one of a kind. I mean, there's not very yeah. many supplement companies that it, there's basically none 
except for you that I would really that I really put true faith and value in because I feel like the transparency around what you're doing and how you're doing it and what yeah. is going into the products and the quality and the sourcing and then the the advice slash suggesting yeah. that is ha- that yeah. like you can actually schedule is so unique. You just said everything I'm supposed to say. Okay, I know I, I couldn't help it. I just because I <laughs> no, but it's true, and, and that's one of the reasons I felt comfortable, you know, coming from the conventional yeah. side. Now you got to understand, I went to UT Southwestern in Dallas, one of the most conservative conventional medical schools there are. You know, it was, and 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 you know, I I wouldn't connect with the supplement company that true that wasn't truly grounded in science. Right. I just right. wouldn't do it. it right. And not just, not just, you know, clinical research, you know, actually looking at supplementation and diet and lifestyle in humans, not just rats. Right. You know? And so right. I, I mean, the fact that I'm, I stayed and saw the work we were doing and how solid it was mm. says a lot because, you know, I, before all that, I didn't care anything about supplementation. Right. It's really interesting. I, I mean, and and it's really interesting to hear you say that about um, given, I mean, because given your background, that really just adds everything else that I would even look to see or want to see <laughs> in, in a supplement, in a supplement brand and in a company that is, um, that is taking these steps. I want you to do, uh, to do us all the favor of walking us through the process of what it means to, um, to choose life extension, essentially, like, what does it mean to say, okay, now, you know, I'm listening to you guys talk and I'm on my morning commute right now. And I'm going to check this out when I get to the office, tell us what the process might be. If you were, um, looking to choose a life extension product. Yeah. I mean, this is a great question, right? Because there's so many choices out there. I mean, I I don't even, I don't even know how many brands of of supplements there are now. Um, But at, you know, at the end of the day, I think it all comes down um, to quality. And when I say that, I break that up into two, two parts because everybody says we have high quality. Right. That's right. So it's, it's one of it's those words like where it doesn't mean that much anymore unless you can actually explain right. how you deal with quality. And that's what I'm going to do here. Yeah. What does that really mean, mean to us? And, and, and so it, it, it has two, two main parts. Um, one is the efficacy of taking the supplement, right? That, that when you, when you take a life extension product, the dosing, uh, the standardization of the nutrients are all based on clinical research, meaning the dose you're taking is the same dose that produced the positive benefit in a clinical trial. Right. So that's really important because, um, you know, you'll, if you, you take, take a popular nutrient, I mean, I'll, I'll use astaxanthin. Um, astaxanthin is a, um, is a, is a pigmented antioxidant. It has all kinds of great, great benefits for your brain and your eyes. The problem with astaxanthin is it's, it's expensive. Yeah. And so, so to, to do the actual dose that works for eye health with astaxanthin, um, which is anywhere between 10 to 20 milligrams, uh, that product is going to cost more, but it's the right dose and it has the efficacious dose. But what a lot of other companies do is they realize, oh, astaxanthin's growing, it's trending. So they'll put two milligrams in. They'll put three milligrams in, five milligrams. So but they, but then on the front label, astaxanthin, but it's not even the right dose. <laughs> I mean, it does, it's not going to do anything. Right, right. So efficacy based on clinical trial dosing and standardization um, is really key to us. Um, and that's one arm of quality. The other arm um, of quality is, is safety. And, and what I mean by that is making sure that when you take a pill or a powder or a liquid uh, product from Life Extension, you know that it has been extensively tested. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, where I, I, again, I think we're the only supplement company that, that does this, by the way, when you get your raw material from your supplier, right? Let's just mm. use astaxanthin as an example, right? Yeah. And, and we tell them how much we want, what, what we're using it for, what the dose we want. They give that to us, the supplier, and the supplier um, hands you a document that shows you they tested all this stuff and it passed the test. We don't, that's great. Thank you for doing that. Right. But we don't trust you. <laughs> We actually send that astaxanthin bucket over to a third party 
to test it again. And that's that's cost that we take in. We don't pass that on to you. We just take that cost ourselves because we want to make sure it is the high quality, potent astaxanthin that we were asking for. So I don't know. And that's just one example of, of how we make sure our products are, are efficacious and safe, all leading back to this idea of, of, of quality. Um, just because somebody says they're high quality, you got to ask, well, you got to explain that to me. And we life extension is very transparent that way. Love that. I, I really, I really think it's it's so impressive and it's so unique. And the adherence to quality and efficacy is what really makes any product and brand trustworthy, right? Yes. I mean, that's really Absolutely. where you build trust. Yes. I I also think that it's what's really interesting about what you're saying is that as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, you know, and I come back to this occasionally, which is the idea of nutrition being so many sciences in one science, right? Is that mm. we're not just food science or nutrient biochemistry. It's also about unique human metabolism and how how an individual person personally tolerates one nutrient versus right, another or one sure. combination of nutrients. So I wonder if you could speak to the the lab testing. Yeah, component. that's perfect lead way. Thank you, Jackie. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there, there's, and obviously this, this idea of personalization in medicine has been around for a while. Um, as as AI technology is improving, I mean, there there will be a time in the future where each human is going to have kind of a blueprint of all the right stuff that you need to be a healthy human. It's going to be really interesting. We're not there yet, right? So in the meantime, we have to fill in the gap, and we do that by lab testing. Um, and so lab testing could be some, it could be a blood draw, it could be urine, it could be hair analysis, whatever. We offer all of that. Uh, but what it does is it kind of it builds a profile of you and it allows our wellness specialist um, to take a look at that and, and listen to what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. And based on that, you put that all together and we build you a personalized um, uh, a regimen. Matter of fact, I, I wrote a book on, on this um, wow. called The Supplement Pyramid, where I take you through the stages of a pyramid and each, each stage gets more and more personalized as you move up. So at the end of the day, you have this this regimen and, and, and this, these supplements and food sources that, that are perfect for you. Wow. Um, and, and, and by the way, your regimen is not my regimen. Right. Right. right? And my right. regimen's not, you know, you know, somebody else's regimen. That's, that's the key yeah. thing about personalization. It's, it's really looking at you and your goals and your yeah. family history. What are you dealing with? What, what's your past medical history? What's your family medical history? What are you, are you trying to run a marathon? We put all that together, looking at the labs, looking at your diet, your lifestyle, and then supplementations help to fill that gap in to get you to that point where you want to be. Wow. Wow. So interesting. And so interesting as this like adjuvant essentially feature, this adjuvant technology that is also so very much based in actual food, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's not just, we're not, we're talking beyond the things that we do to take care of ourselves. So on that note, on the note of things we do to take care of ourselves, okay. how, how do you feel like the landscape of, of the wellness industry has changed? You can answer this based on the supplement industry or based on the, what you're seeing overall, but given that you started as a physician yeah. and that you, you've taken on this transition that actually stuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, for me, I think the biggest thing I see, and, and I see this even in, on the conventional side now is, is number one, it's the recognition of the whole body. It's the, it's recognizing yeah that yes, we have these different parts, right? Everybody has a heart, everybody has a liver, everybody has a kid, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. um, but, but treating one of those at a time and not appreciating how everything is connected mm. um, was not helping anybody. We weren't, we were, we, were, we were practicing medicine with our blinders on, you know, I'm a cardiologist and it's the heart, you know? Right. You know, I'm a, I'm a gut specialist and it's the gut. Um, I think more and more this idea of holistic medicine um, is, is even growing in the conventional side, which is you got to take those blinders off, right? you know, and you have to see how everything, you know, connects great example. And this is something that's um, more and more research is looking into. It's the gut brain connection, right? Mm. That, 
that your microbiome, your 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 you know, d- depending on whether you have more of the bad guys or more of the good guys, they produce these metabolites mm-hmm. um, from food and fermentation. And some of those metabolites aren't good for your brain and some of them are good for your brain. And so balancing out your gut with the good guys, keeping the bad guys down can have a major impact on how you feel and how you think. I mean, I mean, think about that. The brain's up here, my gut's way down here. I mean, that's, I mean, but now we, we, we're, we're putting it together and, and, and people more and more are realizing that important connection. And so from there, we're springboarding now into more of those kind of connection that the liver kidney connection is important. Um, believe it or not, lung kidney connection. So all of these, all of these organs that we used to look at as like individuals in the body, we're now, re- we're now appreciating are more part of like a family of right. organs that are all trying to do one, one thing. And that's to keep, to keep you healthy. So I think that's probably the biggest change I've seen. And, and, and I'm coming more from the conventional side, right? Um, yeah. um, is that just taking that more holistic uh, approach? And then of course that naturally leads into personalization, Yes. right? When I'm looking at the whole person, I'm looking at Jackie as, as a, as a whole, Right. And all of your systems, it only makes sense. Then I start developing things that are specific to you and to, to your goal. So holistic medicine then be, is, is now becoming more and more personalized yes. medicine and, and nutrition. So I think that that was a key thing that that I think has changed our industry. The other thing you can't you can't I mean, the elephant in the room, the pandemic. Right. I mean, let's be honest, right. I, in, in, a, in a weird way, no one wants pandemics. But in a weird way, <laughs> it made people realize that there's more than than just conventional medicine, that there's there are other things I can do to stay healthy. Right. So the pandemic really brought a lot of people into the industry. When I say industry now, I'm talking about you know, nutrition, better lifestyle, supplement. I'm including all of that yeah. now. People have people have become more um, aware right. of the impact of what you eat and how you move and maybe some of the supplements you take. And so now I think the big movement is getting those people to realize it's not just during a pandemic, let's do this all the time Mm. and be healthy. So that I think it has really helped the industry to grow. And so for me, what I'm trying to do with a lot of those pandemic people, I call them that came into the, (laughs) I, I, I want to bring them back down to the basics. Let's you, you, that's great. You recognize the importance of immune health. Hey, but what about your heart? What about your brain? But let's go back to the basics and look at basic nutrition, basic supplementation and get them to be everyday um, engagers, if you will, in this, in, in the industry, that's a challenge. I think that we have. I feel like we have that challenge. That's sort of like our lifelong challenge. You know what I mean? Of being in this, in this industry is that it's how do you make it relatable and attainable without making it so basic that it's not challenging anyone or getting, getting someone outside of their comfort zone. I feel like that's always, you know, whether you're working in private practice or working in a hospital, wherever you are, that's always, that really always seems to be the the recurring theme is, is keeping that, um, that engagement on a personal level for individuals. Right. Right. For sure. It, it also strikes me that what you, what you said about the different organ systems and how we we look at people now by treating holistically and the personalization element and it strikes me that one that we, that if we were having this conversation inside of a hospital you might say the exact opposite i'm the liver specialist i'm here i'm a hepatologist i'm here to only look at the liver do you know what i mean and that's the beauty and advantage and wonderfulness of doing what we do which is not doing is being able to actually look at a whole person or a whole human being as, as what they are. I guess, I guess, you know, but let's not, but on the flip side of that, if you have chronic liver disease, it is nice that there are liver specialists. Yes, exactly. If you are a hepatologist (laughs) listening to this right now, (laughs) Dr. Mike and I want to personally thank you. Yes, thank you. But it's, it's, (laughs) but it's, but I, but I, but that, but that's then the, the, the challenge for them is, is taking those blinders off a little bit. I mean, yes, you got to treat yes. the liver, but when you right. treat the liver, how is this affecting other yes. other parts? 
um, of, of the body. And that's, that's just taking those blinders off and any specialist should be able to do that and still remain a specialist. I completely agree. I completely agree. All right. So let me not to, not that you have to name names. Okay. Okay. We're not doing, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do, we're not, we're not here to just run around naming names, but let's, let's just take a hypothetical scenario for a second. If you were to, to extend your expert opinion on, and look at some other supplement companies out there. And again, we don't have to name specific, specific ones, but what do you think some get right versus what are some major mistakes that you see out yeah. there and, well, and tell us a little bit about why. Yeah. So I think even when you look at some of the big players out there, um, I think the, the, the thing that they get wrong the most mm. is they drum, they jump on all the trends. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if something, if, if like a great example of this was back when Dr. Oz had his show, yeah. And I can't even remember what was it? Oh, raspberry ketones. I was just gonna say but, raspberry ketones. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. It was for Thank you know you. weight loss. And of course, <laughs> he said it was this miracle thing. And you know, it just I mean, literally a week later, every single big brand had a product. I'm still I still yeah. see them. I still see yeah. them in the city. I know it's yeah. crazy. And we didn't, life extension didn't. You know why? No clinical what? research behind it. What the hell is a raspberry? There was there was a rat study. <laughs> And the rats really even didn't lose that much weight. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even that impressive. So we're just like, what is, what, what is, it? Like, what is this? And so, um, so I think that's what, and, and, and that hurts the industry overall yes. because a bunch of people buy that. They're, right. they're wanting those results. They don't get it. And now they're like anti-supplement, right? you know? Right. And so it really does hurt the industry overall when, when, you know, brand, you know, brand names that are highly recognizable, just jump on any, any old nutrient that's just, you know, hot at, at the moment without, without doing the research. I think, I think that's the number one thing they do wrong. Now, the one thing the big guys do right um, in, in life extension is one of the big guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think it, it is the quality, although we're the only people that test the, the source. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the big players have, have, expansive, significant testing procedures. And so you, you know, when it comes to the big names, and I don't mind naming some names, mm-hmm. Now is a great company, Garden of Life, mm-hmm. yeah. um, um, Jero. I mean, these are all great. You, you can trust that these are at least safe. They may not be the right dose. Right. Uh, but right. you know that you are going to take something that that is safe. It's clear of microbes. There's no heavy metals. I mean, they do, they do test rigorously. The, 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 and that, that's something that they, they, they get right. So we're going to get into some more specific areas of study in just a second. But before we go into some of some of my <laughs> my personal key areas okay. of interest, right? Before we go into those, I want to know, given that we're, which I cannot believe that we're sitting here at the end, at what at what one might call the end of the year, toward the end of the year, mm-hmm. and and it seems like it was just yesterday that we were talking about the beginning of 2022 strange okay but 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 besides that what like what is what do you think will be a, let's say one or three one or three. <laughs> one or three next areas of study of interest for supplements of the the kind of like untapped the the next generation of um, yeah yeah interest. i think this is a great question um you know, we, we, we spend a lot of time right. trying to figure this out because we want, we want to be ahead of the market, right? Every, right. every company, you know, what's that? We want to be on, as long as the science is there. Now I'm not right. talking about just doing something because it's a hot thing, right? Dr. It's, Mike is not running around looking for raspberry no, ketones that no. make rats lose 0.05 <laughs> the science, grams. The science, so, so, so assuming that, so that's, that's an assumption we can hold that yes. life extension, it's the science comes first, but, but right. from there, we do our best to try to stay ahead of the market. Like what is going right. to be big. Um, and I think it can, uh, um, it's already started to grow a little bit, this, this part of the industry. And I think it's going to continue in a big way. And that's the nootropics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you're seeing yes. more and more of, of and, 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 you know, just to keep it simple, you know, in the past, and, and we still have these products, we have, we have, we have brain products that help to preserve overall brain function, you know, cognition, memory. It's it's about 
It's about helping the brain age in a healthy way, right? That's, that's what the, most of the supplements out there for, for the brain are about. Nootropics are different. Nootropics don't care about your brain five years from now. Right. Nootropics care about your attention and your focus right now. Oh. That's nootropics. Um, and so you're seeing this and, and you can and think about it. You, you know, you take a nutrient that gives you immediate better attention. I mean, that's important. I mean, imagine what that can do at work and when right. you're going into a meeting or maybe you're a student taking a test. Right. You know, it's it's that type of um, benefit that a lot of people are, are looking for. Um, corporate America, it, after, in, in late afternoon, who can't use a little mental boost, right? Thank right. you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can, I need one all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, where is there, is there a nootropic in my house? I'm like looking yeah, under the desk, like yeah. where are the nootropics? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and the positive side of these things is that, yeah, they, they, your executive function is what we yeah. call it. Just gets sharper. You're thinking better. You're right. managing things better. You're more organized. Um, and there's very, there's really no side effects with these. Uh, the only one that has side effects, and it's probably one of the best nootropics out there, to be honest with you, is caffeine. Right. Caffeine is wonderful right. for quick attention, but you have to do enough to where two hours later, you're going to be jittery and stuff. And no one wants that. Right. right. So we were, so caffeine is kind of like a, a, a model for a nootropic, right. but, but, but what we're trying to do is, is mimic what caffeine can do for quick attention, but not cause heart rate to go up, blood pressure to go up, jitteriness to go up, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I think, I think that's a big, a big thing in the industry is, is, is the nootropics. Um, I think the second thing, um, yeah. you said three things. Yes. Yes. I said three things. Now I, I was like, I, I, I gave well, a little I, flexibility, but now I want to walk that back. That's three things. I'm, I'm well, I had, well, hold on now. I, I have one and two. I'm not sure if <laughs> okay. I have a number three. Okay. So we can, we can go to one and two. That's it. <laughs> um, number two is, it, it, and again, it's going to go back to probiotics, which are huge, right? And they should be huge. But it's there's a movement now, and life extension is actually really leading the way of this. Um, it's it's strain specific probiotics, right? Wow, it's really it's recognizing that there are different strains that you can take. I'm going to throw out a big name real quick: lactobacillus. Mm. Most people have heard of that, right? Lactobacillus. Yes. It's a it's a it's a. But that name, lactobacillus, is just an umbrella name. There's all kinds of different sub species in there right yes. under that umbrella and so some of those strains or species might be really good for just overall gut health but then there are other strains of lactobacillus that are great for mood right. uh, believe it or not cardiovascular health right immune health and so i think you're going to see and i know life extension we've already started doing this we're building out a family of probiotics that are strain specific and it's, we're going to be able to help everything from your mood to your joints, to your heart, to your eyes. I mean, you name it, there are, there are strains of bacteria that are good for those body parts. Wow. And you're going to see more and more, I think, strain specific probiotic products. That's so interesting. That's a really, really, that's a really interesting add to the probiotics conversation because, and I would love your take on this too. I feel like because probiotics started having their moment, I don't know. I mean, you could say the seventies maybe, <laughs> and then see that they've had like their, their moment at other moments in time ever since yeah. then. But really, I, I, I don't know. I feel like we've really seen a flooding of the market since like 2012, maybe, yeah. maybe that's a little early, but I wonder, I wonder what your thoughts are on selecting a probiotic for someone, for a consumer who's like, I heard these were good for me, or <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm traveling and I want to make sure that I don't feel like my stomach is just gets totally messed up when I'm traveling. What would I, what would I look for in? Well, in that's again, strange specificity is important here. You yeah. know, there are, um, well, first of all, let's like use the traveling one as an example, right? Most mm. people, when they travel, especially if it's, um, well, even conferences, you know, we, you and I've been at some conferences yes. together. Um, traveling for a vacation, we tend to right. um, not follow our normal diet as as right. much. Um, 
you know, we tend to be, we, you know, you have dinners and lunches with people and, you know, you know, we tend to eat more yeah. <laughs> during that time, right. um, less sleep, different sleep patterns. You put all that together, it, your gut takes a hit, right? Right. Um, and there are, so, so any probiotic might be helpful there, but I think the, the wave of the future is there will be, and because we're already studying this, a strain specific probiotic that is specific towards traveling. Like it'll say probiotics for traveling. Yes, right. That That's right. what you would look for. Right now, you're just going to go with the general probiotic strain for gut, right? Right. But eventually, you're going to have a, an option for, well, I'm traveling. That's the probiotic I need for the next two weeks. Wow. wow. It's that strain specificity that's going to make it really easy to make choices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the other thing that I think is interesting about the about that area of research and about that area of the field is that it really does there are the more that you dig into the existing research the more you realize that actually there are existing human mm -hmm. trials that show very specific benefit to very specific population I, I was just thinking about um a client that i had seen a while back who who was um newly diagnosed with myasthenia gravis and that there is a, a very specific um, strain of probiotic that has been very specifically linked at, again, to your point, at a specific mm. dose for, for the, um, for the, for symptom management. And I thought, God, that's really interesting. I never would have. And certainly when I was working in a hospital and I had many patients with myasthenia gravis, like I, I just never would have thought that a probiotic could be part of the treatment plan. Yeah, and I don't it, know that there's anyone else besides dietitians and someone like you working outside of the clinical setting that, that yeah. are really paying attention to that stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy when you think about it, but there's, there are, I mean, your, our bodies are covered in bacteria, right? I mean, right. Covered. right. And that it's not just your skin and your gut. Right. I mean, it's your heart, your nerves, your brain. I mean, they're all over there. There's more of them than you. Yeah. Right. Actually, right. right? <laughs> and so having the, 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 the right strains in the right place, they're going to help those organ systems metabolize things more correctly, manage energy better. And that's why they're associated with healing and better health in, in certain in certain systems. But we already have clinical data now mm. for specific strains for liver, for mood, mm -hmm. for cardiovascular benefit, um, kidney, uh, urogenital. I mean, it goes it, it goes on and on. I mean, right. I mean, I'm talking clinical research already right. Right. with some specific strains. Really interesting. Okay. All right. So we've got to get to our we've got to get to our big bucket topics. We talked about nootropics a little bit. So I'm not going to start with that, but I may want to come back to it because sure. Our, mm -hmm. I'm sure our listeners will have more questions, but let's talk about something that I feel like uh, I can't even get it out because I'm just going to laugh. I, I just feel like <laughs> if I hear the C word one more time this month, and it's only the middle of, it's not even the middle of the month, collagen, collagen. Collagen, the C <laughs> Help, Collagen, help yes. me, Dr. Mike. What do, do we need it? I, I, I don't know. I don't feel like we need it, but it seems like if we were really, really rigorous and, and attentive to our own schedules and needs and weren't getting enough protein, then maybe it might benefit us. But it, it's tough for me to say that was my layman's opinion. Yeah. Tell me. What do well, you, what listen, do you I mean, again, you know, going back to the idea of personalized nutrition mm. and supplementation, right? You know, may, maybe you're at a stage in life where you don't necessarily need to increase collagen in your system, right? Um, but maybe you are. I mean, you know, if you're going to really ask me, do I need it? Right. Looking at most people in their 40s and 50s and I see some wrinkles. Mm. Yeah. That, that's a, that's like a sign. That. And I don't, and I don't I like that. that like in a bad, yeah. It's it, it, to me. Okay. Well, let's back up for a sec. Collagen is all over the place. It's not right. just your skin, right? I mean, right. it's in joints, it's in bone. I mean, it's all over the place. Right. Um, and, and one of the sure signs mm -hmm. that your body is low on collagen is wrinkles. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that naturally does happen over time. You know, collagen fibers break down with age and all that. But the minute you start seeing those eye changes and stuff, 
that is a deficiency of collagen probably throughout your body. Mm. What's next? Your joints? Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's, what's next? A lower immune system. Collagen plays a role in the immune system. Yeah. Um, and so I, again, looking at personalized, you know, nutrition, you may not need it right now. I look at myself, I see the wrinkles, I need it. <laughs> and it's, and I'm not just talking about the wrinkles. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, what's interesting about it is that it, in looking at so like in looking at some of the, the research on this, what is fascinating to me is that is something, again, to your point about the existing research for life extension is that you're looking at the dose. And I think I think beyond the, all of the quality elements that we've talked about already, the dose is such an understated component of, of things because the dose makes all the difference depending on the, the actual supplement itself. Efficacy is based on a proper right. <laughs> you, can't, right. you can't you can't you can't take some collagen and think it's going to clear up your wrinkles <laughs> or help if it's not dosed right right it just it, it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense right and so um that's why we don't you know i you know life extension and my personal um belief is the 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 creams and stuff that have a lot mm. of the collagen now those probably aren't the best way to do it because you don't really know how much of that mm-hmm. collagen um, is going to actually be absorbed. So even though they may be able to tell you how much is, how much collagen is in each like squirt or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't, that's not, that doesn't mean all that's getting into your system, getting into your right. skin as an example. So I think the better way to handle collagen because dosing is so important mm-hmm. is, is the inside out philosophy, which is yeah. take a pill, right? Right. Right. We take a pill to improve our hearts. We take supplements to improve our brain. It's the same thing with skin. We should be taking a pill. Um, and those nutrients get delivered then right. um, um, to your skin. And, and that way, I know the dose that's getting into your system. I don't always know that with a cream. Mm. So I think, I think oral supplementation with collagen is best. And now it's not just dose, though, with collagen as well. Collagen is a huge protein. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you really can't, the amount that you're going to absorb, if you just take straight collagen and, and put it in a supplement and swallow it, the amount you're going to absorb is not going to be that much. It can probably cause some, um, you know, stomach upset issues because it's just so big. Right. So collagen needs to be broken up into smaller pieces mm-hmm. and we call those pieces peptides. Mm-hmm. So the best way to take collagen um, is oral and in the peptide form, right. that's going to give you your optimal collagen um, levels in your system. And remember, it's not just your skin. I mean, this is important for cardiovascular system, mm-hmm. immune system, bones, joints. Collagen is a key protein for all of that. And it definitely drops in level as you get older. Yes. Yeah. So, so you would say on the topic of collagen generally a thumbs up like if we had to rank this if we were generally ranking this right like as long as you're choosing let's say a life extension product or another product that is that you know to be safe and efficacious in the right dose for you you would say collagen generally a positive thing absolutely and and, and again yeah. the, the 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 education opportunity for us is to get people to understand it's not just about the wrinkles right the wrinkles are, are an outward sign they're an outward indicator that, that, right. that yeah. you're, you're low on collagen and that's also then going to affect other organ systems right. and so yeah i think um i think it's a it's a it's a thumbs up <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's, I like this ranking system. I like this ranking system. So let's keep it, let's keep it around Okay. because I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. No, I didn't want to, I was about to cheat in our own game and I can't because I just made up the rules of the game. So it's not going to work like that. What is your, what is your general, um, just gut response when I say the words hormone balancing? What, why, why, why do you want to know my, my gut response to that? Because my, my gut response is, is, is extremely important. Okay. Okay. Tell us, tell So what does it mean? What does it mean to balance your hormones? What does that mean? And what, and how, what are some ways 
that people might start thinking about taking steps toward hormone balancing? Sure. Okay. So if you look at different stages of life for men and women, um, and, and when we say hormones, we're ultimately talking about the steroid hormones, right? We're talking mm -hmm. about, um, um, you know, pregnenolone, progesterone, DHEA, estrogen and its metabolites, mm -hmm. testosterone and its metabolites. That's, that's the general um, hormone balancing. When you look at those steroid hormones and the levels, um, as you go through different stages of life, um, th th their levels will change but there's always kind of a counterbalance. And let me explain what I mean by that. And I'm going to use, I'm going to use women as an example. Okay. Yeah. Um, in, in, in a woman who's let's say younger mm -hmm. going through normal uh, menstruation, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's this interesting interplay between estrogen and progesterone. Right. Okay. Um, as the cycle begins, we call this the follicular phase mm -hmm. of, of the cycle estrogen goes up and progesterone's down. Mm -hmm. That's important because estrogen is the hormone that says, I'm going to get you ready to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to build your breast tissue. I'm going to build your endometrial tissue. I'm going to, I'm going to get sugar stores ready to go. Uh, lipid store. I mean, like, it's like, it's, it's your, it's your builder mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting you ready. Um, and then ovulation occurs. Now, if, 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 if fertilization doesn't occur at ovulation, um, what, what happens is the egg basically dies off and you have this thing called a corpus luteum that's left mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. That causes estrogen to drop and progesterone to go up. Mm -hmm. And when progesterone goes up like that, it says, all right, we're not getting pregnant this time. Everybody needs to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so right. estrogen's like get ready get ready get ready and then it Everyone doesn't happen and progesterone says calm it down mm -hmm. and so there's this and so when we mean balancing don't think of it like like a seesaw it's more of these rhythms right there's this estrogen that goes up that then is counterbalanced by the progesterone if you're not getting pregnant and that's important because if you didn't have that you would develop something called estrogen dominance mm. and that's exactly what happens in women with perimenopause. Mm -hmm. What happens is you start having cycles where there's no egg. They're right. called anovulatory. If there's no egg being released, there's no progesterone. Right. So right. estrogen's always here, progesterone's always low, and your body is constantly trying to build. Yeah. And this is where you see breast cyst, ovarian cyst, fibroids, weight gain, all this kind of stuff, sugar issues, mm -hmm. because estrogen is trying to drive and drive and drive, and you've lost the counterbalance to progesterone. Mm -hmm. that, that estrogen dominance is, is, is an example of an imbalance or a, a off cycle between those two right. hormones. And so in, in perimenopause, quickest thing that we do for women to help, we give them progesterone. Right. It could be that simple, um, but that's an example of the importance of having the right ratio and the right rhythm. And we all, we call that balance in, yes. in all of your hormones. It's so interesting how you just, I, first of all, I thank you for that extremely clear Detailed. description. <laughs> yeah. But also, but also I think something, something that you said that I, no one ever says that I think is actually really important is that the first thing that I think of when I hear the word balance whatsoever in any context is sort of like the, the image of Libra balancing the scales, right? Yes. Is that, yeah. is that things can be in perfect harmony all at once. And that's not actually what you're saying. You're saying that harmonious means that going through the normal process of a variety of cycles yeah. that actually lead you to live the life that is appropriate for you and feel the way that is appropriate for you at your personal yes. best almost. And, and, and so and we, everything you just said, we put all together in one word balance. Right, <laughs> right. Know, it's not, it doesn't, it really doesn't do justice of what we're really, we're, we're trying to talk right. about. Now there, and here's the other problem with trying to do just a, a straight balance. Um, like let's look at men now, take, take, yeah. a, take a man that's 25, versus a man that's in his fifties. So there are some hormone specialists that will say, well, you know, for a man in his 20, the testosterone to estrogen ratio should be like, and I don't even keep up with these numbers because you don't need to, because they're so different in people, but let's say the testosterone to estrogen ratio should be three. 
And then in, and in someone who's in his fifties, it should be, let's say two, because you're losing testosterone, you're gaining, you're gaining some estrogen. The problem with that type of comparison is it takes the personalization out. Not everybody, I mean, it, we're right. just different. You know, right. I, you know, when yeah. I was in my twenties, maybe my T to E ratio was a four and I was doing great. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't, but so you have to, when you're looking at hormones and you're, and you're testing for home, hormones, you have to look at the person as well. What's going on? Yeah. You know, you know, just because progesterone's a little low in a woman and estrogen's a little high, does that absolutely mean estrogen dominance? No. It depends on what's going on. Do you have right. the symptoms right. Right. of that? Yeah. So I don't, I don't like those kind of ratio things to yes. me. It's just looking at the whole collection. Yeah. And yeah, there are some optimal levels I like to see, right. but then I have to go, okay, how do you feel? Right. Right. You, are, there, are you going to, you know, and I listen and I hear, oh, oh, that sound, that sound, you have fibroids. Hmm. Maybe we need to look at your E to P ratio a little bit. That's when I would look at that. So interesting. And so uniquely thorough. And so something that, that we're missing so often from our current, I mean, don't even get me started, Dr. Mike, I've really been on a tear with the whole current state of things in our, in our current yeah. sick care health system, right? Yeah. I, I feel like that's something that we run into at every turn, which is that it sometimes feels like what you just said is, is honestly, is so perfectly clear and a great explanation of things. And also takes into account the idea that different people will have different needs at different times and have a different kind of clinical picture, but we're not always, especially, right. especially now, like you, you make an appointment with the doctor and they're trying to rush you in and rush you out. And right, right. They don't have time to look what, at all right, that stuff. Exactly. No, they're they're going to look at your labs, your numbers look right. fine, you're done, you know, right. you right. know, um, and so, and so there are, you you will, you will run into nutritionists, doctors, naturopathic doctors who will tell you there's no such thing as hormonal balancing. Mm. And on some level, I agree. If, if you're just looking at ratios, <laughs> right, that, that might be sense. true because everybody's yeah. different, yeah. but that doesn't mean there isn't this, this rhythm and interplay really between, interesting. between the hormones and that rhythm and interplay ultimately expresses itself either in health or dishealth. Oh, oh, what do you mean by dishealth? Let's, let's talk a little <laughs> bit more about so that. I know. I just like, it. I don't know. Dr. Mike says things sometimes and you're like, that's brilliant. He needs to well, speak dis, more dis about Well, dishealth is okay. disease. <laughs> yes, I know, but dishealth, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> yeah. Just like that so much. No, it's completely true. All right. So I know that we're, we're getting we're getting toward the end of our time together, which is upsetting because I'm about to ask you about a big, a big bucket, but I want to get two, I want to get two more in before we wrap up. So, so you can give us the general kind of big themes and then we can move on from there. What there's so much out there now about the word inflammation, right? Like you'll hear inflammation in just about any, you can walk down the street in here. I, I overheard last night, someone speaking about this. <laughs> chronic inflammation, right? Like there's just so many opportunities to hear the words chronic yeah. inflammation, acute inflammation. What is inflammation? What are the nutritional interventions for inflammation? And what other myths come up for you when I say that word? Yeah. Well, first of all, inflammation, well, a big myth is that inflammation is bad. It's not, mm. you can't live without it. That's a great if you one. didn't have an inflammatory response, you would not be talking to me right now. Right. <laughs> the first infection you had would have killed right. you. Right? right. Right. I mean, so you so inflammation and in a very simple level is simply redistributing blood flow into an area where there's a problem. That's all right. it is. And when you bring that blood flow into that area, you're bringing the immune system with it. Right. You're bringing all of your immune cells into that area so the immune cells can fight, um, ultimately repair. And then of course, when everything's fine, that, that, that blood flow pulls out of that area, it goes into normal circulation and that area is now healing. That's the, that's the inflammatory response. It's basically bringing the, the fighters and the cleaner uppers into a bad area. That's, that's all it is. That's why the technical, when you look at the diagnosis of inflammation, there's redness and there's pain, right? Yeah. That's because blood is coming into an area it's swelling that area up. It feels hot, right. it's painful. It looks red. That's because you got a bunch of cells in there fighting now, right? Yeah. And so 
when inflammation, so inflammation is critical. You can't, again, can't live without it. Mm. The issue that we deal with as we get older is the resolution mm. of inflammation. We don't resolve it as well. Those immune cells tend to hang out in that area that was damaged, or maybe even hang out in an area where there wasn't even a, a damage or infection. And those immune cells can be, because of that blood flow can be activated and they can start causing damage in, in those tissues. You know, immune cells raise oxidative stress. They, yeah. they, re, they release a lot of oxidative compounds that kill things. Right. And right. so over time, if you're not resolving your inflammation, those immune cells can start damaging your arteries, um, mm. your brain cells, your, your muscles, you know, your joints. So, and that's what we call chronic inflammation. So really it's, it, there's two ways of handling chronic inflammation then mm. is you want to, you want to decrease the actual inflammatory response. And that's what most of our supplements do. That's going to be things like, um, curcumin is a, mm. a great one, right. From turmeric, mm -hmm. um, omega-3 fish oils, one of the classics. Um, I mean, Korean Angelica is right. one of the ones I like to use for input. I mean, there's several, there's several, right natural anti-inflammatories. Um, and, and then, so, and so that brings down that in, inflammation, but what about the resolution side? We have to help the body resolve. And these are called, um, pro resolving mediators. These are hmm. compounds that are naturally released after the inflammation response. And it, it basically turns it off. These, these, these compounds call back the blood, they call back the immune system. And that's really what people are missing as they get older. Right. Life Extension has done a lot of research into this, and we have the we we have developed the first product on the supplement market that actually is helping people resolve inflammation, which is one of the key things that we we need to do. So you so if you have a bad chronic inflammatory state, your your yeah. cytokines are up, your CRP is up. You want to bring it down with the fish oil, but then you want to resolve it with the pro resolving mediators. Interesting. Interesting. So what, and what would be a pro resolving mediator in outside of dietary supplements? Like, would that be something like you, let's say you're drinking lots of sweetened beverages? Yeah. Yeah. No. So, pro, so right? the pro resolving mediators actually come from the breakdown of the omega-3 fats. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Omega-3 fats. Um, the main ones we like are EPA and DHA, right? And they're, yeah. they're we consider them long chain. Yeah. They start to get broken down as the inflammation cascade continues. And right. eventually you get to these smaller little pieces of the yeah. omega-3s. Those are the pro-resolving mediators. And those, and so when, when the body senses a bunch of these small omegas floating around, it's yeah. like a trigger to the body say, oh, okay, we're done. We can, we can leave now. Right. The problem is, is people... Um, aren't getting enough omega-3s, number one. Number two, the enzymatic process that breaks down those omegas is just yeah. not, it doesn't work as well as you get older. Huh. So we don't have enough omegas and then we're not metabolizing them the way we're supposed to in that inflammation. And so, so many people are walking around with chronic inflammation. So, that sounds like a big bummer, you know, <laughs> that's just but, like my first response. I mean, that just, it sounds it is a big of bummer. a bummer. No, right. it, 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 Jack, it's a, it's a huge bummer because um, chronic inflammation is the, is kind of the common denominator mm -hmm. of all age-related disorders. Now I'm not saying it causes all of it, but you yeah. can take any chronic condition that we get as we get older, inflammation's playing a role in propagating that. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And such a good point. Okay. I have just because we are running out of time, but you're going to have to come back and tell us more about this because I feel like there's so much more being left unsaid, Dr. Mike, that we have to get into. But for now, what about what, what's your feeling? What are your thoughts on melatonin? Does it work <laughs> or not? <laughs> yeah, I, I take it every night. It works for me. <laughs> I like that. I like to hear that. I like yeah. to hear that. Okay. Yeah. I, of course, what happens is people don't, I wish we had more time. Now Mel this makes so much more sense though, by the way, yeah. I've got to say, after hearing you speak about this, this makes so much more sense. Melatonin is not, a, it's not a sleep aid. Right. See, pe people yeah, think it's, really, it's yeah. like, it's like taking, yeah. you know, a sleeping pill. 
Right. Although it can help you sleep, there's no doubt about that. What melatonin ultimately does is it, it puts the brain in the right place to go through the stages of sleep. Yes, yeah. Melatonin is more connected to your circadian rhythm mm. than it is just knocking you out to sleep. And that's a big difference between melatonin and sleep aids. Most of the prescription sleep aids, what do they do? They just knock you out. You go into this deep stage of sleep. You don't go through any other stages. That's not healthy. Yeah. Melatonin is really about, you know, you start to fall asleep. Melatonin kicks in and it helps you to go through those, the different stage one, two, REM sleep, deep, and then back. That's the job of melatonin. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I like oh, to hear that. And I like to hear you give that personal anecdote that it works for you, because I yeah. also believe strongly as a dietitian that honestly, sometimes a placebo, as long as that placebo is safe, right? Like even if it didn't, even if it wasn't working for someone technically working, right? Like then in what, in what way are we even defining the words it's working, right? Yeah. Because if it's working, because you know that you took it and that's making you feel a little bit more calm about going to sleep, then it works, right? The, the issue with sleep, see sleep, is, it's complicated because people take melatonin, it doesn't work yeah. and they blame melatonin. But what they don't tell you is they, they ate a bunch of sugar right before they went to bed. They right. were on their cell phone with the blue light hitting their eyes right before they went right. to bed. Right. They don't tell you any of that part. They just, right. I didn't sleep well, it must be the melatonin. Totally. Right. And totally. so they're not taking in the whole picture about sleep hygiene, yeah. which is just as important yes. as taking, taking anything. But at the bottom, but remember this too, you know, melatonin supporting your circadian rhythm. That's, that's one of your basic rhythms of being a healthy human. That's right. number one. Number two, it is one of the strongest antioxidants for your brain. Right. So it's not just sleep. It's actually protecting brain cells People that supplement with melatonin on a daily basis, clinical studies have shown improved cognition. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. I don't know that I knew that. Yeah. There's even research now looking at it for protecting against um, nervous system cancers. Wow. That feels very promising. This is just furthering the, the entire idea that everything to do with sleep is, is honestly it's like if everything could be boiled down to getting better sleep, I feel like we would all just be healthier and happier. <laughs> I got to tell you, I know why, why do we have to sleep? Why do creatures, whether yeah. human or not, right? Why do we right. have to sleep? Um, well, we don't really know the full answers of all that yet, but it must be important because every living creature sleeps. Right. <laughs> I mean, right? they, they, it might, I mean, they didn't, I mean, there must be a There's really be a good reason, reason for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Dr. Mike, I cannot thank you enough for being here. I hate to, I hate to have to leave. I, I hate to have to end this because I feel like I could talk to you for about eight years, but I do have to ask you a, a last question of sorts. And it's not, it, it's not one that you'll find that you'll, the, I want you to answer this as much off the cuff as you possibly can. Okay. okay. So this is not, does not have to be, um, you know, something fancy, but like, let's say you were, you went to, you went to the supermarket yesterday or you went to the, you went to, you passed a supplement retailer yesterday. Let's just say what maybe, maybe you even saw this at a gym. What, what is something that you've seen in the wellness space recently that you're like, what kind of bull, you know, what is this? <laughs> like what um, fresh hell is this kind of thing? Um, Where you're uh, yeah, like, I got it right nonsense. off the cuff. I got Tell it. Me. You ready? You yeah. ready? You ready? High pH water. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What is that amazing? And, and this and these other products. Perfect um, super, answer. I saw one, but it said something like superior water. It's it's crazy. It's H2O. Why, <laughs> Why do we it naturally H2O when put together and makes liquid water naturally right. <laughs> has a perfect pH for your body? You don't need higher pH, you don't. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. It's like, and then, and then this is what, and then they link it. Here's, here's the big thing now is they link the higher pH water to being alkalinized in your body. Yes. Yeah. Well, people, 
that that's a whole nother thing for you. Your body, it knows how to keep your pH right. It doesn't need help. If you are really too acidic or too alkaline, you're sick. You'd be <laughs> you'd dead. First, you'd be throwing up a lot. Yeah. Then, so you'd, you have a then you'd soon be dead. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that, that high pH alkaline group. Yes. They're, they're, they get a little weird. That is a perfect answer. Dr. Mike, where can people, where can our listeners learn more about you, about life extension? What, what would you, where would you want us to want to direct our listeners to as our Okay. I'm going to give two. And normally when you're, when people say you, when you give a, you only should give one thing for people to do, right. I'm, but I'm yes. going to give two. No, I appreciate that. Our listeners yeah. are very, they're very yeah. adept. Lifeextension.com is the, the main one, right? That's yes. where, um, I mean, life extension is a content king. Yes. We we have protocols. Uh, we write one of the best industry magazine that is reads more like a journal. It really is amazing. It's, it's yes. amazing. I mean, I mean, doctors, uh, naturopathic, they they have these in their office. I mean, they read these um, yeah. these articles. So the so lifeextension.com, goldmine of information there. Um, we even have quizzes that my department has set up education mm-hmm. where you take a quiz and it will lay out the supplements best for you. You can learn about the lab testing. So lifeextension.com. But I'm also going to invite your audience to take a look at my podcast, liveforeverish.com. Yes. <laughs> That's such a great name. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not, I mean, <laughs> I want to live forever. Forever-ish. You know, <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. I'd like to live forever-ish. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. That's yeah. fantastic. And we define that. So my co-host, Dr. Crystal Gosser, we define yeah. it as um, living forever-ish is, is just is, yeah, it's, it's a few more years, but they're good years. They're strong years, yes. they're vibrant years, right? You know, right. I always want to be able, I don't care if I'm 90 or 100, I want to be able to, to get myself out of my chair without help. Yes, yes. I mean, that's important stuff. That's, Absolutely. That really is. So you know, basics, right. That's, that's Live Foreverish. So you can check that out at liveforeverish.com. As well. Amazing. Dr. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Everyone also, please check out Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal also on, on Facebook live and, um, and the podcast as well, live forever ish. And, uh, and this was fantastic. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Thanks so much for listening to The Business of Wellness. I'm your host and executive producer, Jacqueline London. Remember that advice provided on this podcast is based on my application of research and practice as a registered dietitian and should not replace medical advice provided by your physician. If you like what you're listening to, please follow the show, leave a five-star rating, and share something you love from today's episode by leaving a review. This podcast only grows with your support. So if you enjoyed this episode, share it far and wide. It may be the one thing someone needs to hear to start building that roadmap today to secure a healthier, happier future. That's it for now. So until next time, cheers.